Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Welcome to episode 37. I actually had a moment as I was typing into the file that this was episode 37, just one of those moments of, wow, I can't believe we are at episode 37. In some ways, this year has really, really flown by. So whether it is your first episode tuning in or your 37th, it is so wonderful to have you here. My name is Megan and I always really treasure these opportunities for us to connect and to explore mindful living, especially in what for a lot of us 2020 has been a more challenging year, um, but maybe also a more introspective year. I find sometimes when the challenges arise or when we're in these moments of transition, it really calls us into more self-respection, or sorry, self-reflection and more introspection. So we dive a little deeper. It's an opportunity to reconnect with body, mind, and heart, and also with our values, the, the type of lives we want to lead, and the types of communities that we want to be a part of and to create. And in a way, it's really, I find these moments of introspection are an opportunity to come back to what balance looks like in our life, what that, that unique combination of give and take looks like in our own relationship with self. And I thought we'd kind of explore that a little bit today. And I thought we would explore that through the lens of yin-yang theory. So I by no means am an expert in traditional Chinese medicine, um, but it is a, a concept that I think, or sorry, a worldview that I think is, um, has been really transformational in my, my own life, the, the little bits of wisdom and nuggets and knowledge that I have learned in studying traditional Chinese medicine in a yoga context in particular. Um, and so this is definitely not meant to, to be any sort of definitive resource, but I thought we could talk a little bit today about the ideas of yin and yang and to kind of start a conversation with ourselves about where these energies are showing up in our own lives. So let's get started. And we could start maybe by bringing to mind, I think most of us have seen that yin-yang symbol with the, the black part of the circle and the white part of the circle. And within that black part of the circle is a white dot, and within the white is a black dot. And so there's this idea right from the beginning that the two go together that there is the seed of yin and yang and yang and yin. 
so that these two different types of energies are in fact defined in opposition to each other. There is a dualism there where yin cannot exist without yang and yang cannot exist without yin. When we talk about a yin form of energy, we're talking about that more introspective energy, that energy of being rather than doing. It might be softer, quieter, we might find stillness. We might associate these yin qualities with more passive, with cold, with dark, with night, with moving slower, with yielding, with softness, with calm, with an inward and internal focus. And in contrast, we can think of yang as being more bright, more expansive, active and loud and outgoing. We're focused on doing rather than being. It's more about movement. So where yin is is focused on the substance of a thing, yang is that thing in motion. And when it comes to yang, we think of lightness and, and fast. We think of intense, outward, external. There's this energy of creation from this expansive place. Whereas in yin, the, the energy may be more on, on recovery or regeneration. And so these two different energies of, of yin and yang, they they are defined in the opposition of the other. And there's this kind of idea of there being this continual process in our own lives of balancing these energies. So when you look at that yin-yang symbol, the idea is that there is a fluidness. It almost looks like water moving through the circle there's this idea of a constant motion as yin and yang are constantly redefining themselves in relationship to the other. So when it comes to these ideas of yin and yang in our own life, we might think about the areas in our lives where we are letting ourselves slow down, get quiet, get still, where we are letting ourselves soften, cultivating that introspective relationship with self, a sense of calmness, a sense of inward focus, and really sending our energy inward, creating that nourishing environment for whatever it is that we need. And then when we can think of yang as more in those modes of creation, those modes of engagement with the world around us, with the external world, those moments where we are in motion, we are bringing things to life, we are doing, our energy is focused outward. And so we can start to maybe get curious. If we think about yin and yang as being related to each other, as being defined in opposition to each other, and this idea that they are mutually dependent on each other and transform into each other. What we want to see ideally is a really nice balance between the two. 
So it's kind of similar. We've talked in the podcast on the past about our nervous system and how we have the sympathetic mode of being in our nervous system where we are in a more active mode of creation potentially um, going into in, in longer prolonged periods of stress, um, a, a mode of fight or flight. And we also have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is more our, our space of recovery, of rest, of digestion, of self-healing, and that those two modes go together so that that sympathetic mode is really necessary to leading generative, creative, meaningful lives. But it is meant to exist at the same time as, as our mode of slowing down and going inward. So it's not the yin or yang, that one is better than the other. And it is really normal for us to experience both of these energies throughout our day. But what the invitation is today is to start to get curious about where the aspects in your life are, where you may be leaning more into yin, and the aspects of your life where you may be leaning more into yang. So I have studied yin-yang theory a little bit over the years as part of my training with yoga medicine. The founder of yoga medicine, Tiffany Cruikshank, um, her background is in traditional Chinese medicine. And so she brings a lot of this work into the yoga context and over the years, it's been super helpful for me to be thinking about when I'm both teaching classes and also when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with people. It's been really helpful for me to start to think about the ways in which um, someone may be experiencing more yin and benefit from a more yang style of practice. And conversely, when folks are maybe experiencing more yang and and it could benefit from a more yin style of practice and slower, more introspective, a more still practice. So this has been something that I've been working with for a while. And I will say it's kind of funny how we can, we can have all of this information and then different pieces of it land in different ways at different moments of our life. And so but what's been really interesting is in the last few weeks, I've been taking a uh, courses online with, with Yoga Medicine, a, a new course on um, women's health, which has been spectacular, exploring from a perspective of yoga and traditional Chinese medicine, this, um, this area of women's health and hormonal regulation, um, infertility, all of the different types of experiences we might have when there's dysregulation in our, our hormones. So it's been really spectacular, and I've been kind of revisiting these concepts of, of yin or yang with where I am in this moment of life. And at the same time, I you may have, if you follow me on Instagram, seen last week I was posting, uh, and I had a, a photo in one of my posts of the book I was reading, which is called Lunar Abundance by Ezie Spencer. And this book, reading this book, has actually really been... Uh, it, it was one of those things, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll digress for a moment and I'll tell you the story of this book, which is that um, back in September, I led a, a compassion retreat with Tina from Yoga Attic. And Tina 
served us this lavender moon milk. So it was a lavender latte that I was obsessed with. It felt so calming to my system. And so I was looking up this product online and then one of the advertisements, because I had typed in moon milk, one of the advertisements, I started getting all these advertisements for things that were about the moon and things that were um, about like books about moon milks, moon juice. Um, and then this book about lunar abundance popped up. And that morning I felt called to, to click on the link and was like, wow, this book looks really interesting. I feel called and that wisdom within me guided me to, to go and pick up the book um, that day from one of our local bookstores and, and to dive in. And what was so neat about this book, and I'm, I'm only part of the way through, um, but is it's written uh, by Ezie Spencer, who is a former lawyer in Australia and, um, and an academic, and it, which ties into my own story of uh, previously my master's degree being in legal theory, um, which I did not complete, but I was really drawn to this book, and Ezie's story has resonated in, in a lot of ways, and the perspective with which she writes is really neat because it is really trying to, to bring together the philosophical and the political and the scientific and the spiritual in a way that reads so accessibly, um, but also has footnotes for those looking to learn more. So it's been a, a really beautiful read. And this past weekend, I was reading the next chapter of Lunar Abundance and Ezzy was starting to go into yin-yang theory. And she broke it down so beautifully. I, I wanted to share this little excerpt because I think there's this tendency sometimes if you're familiar with these constructs of yin and yang to think of ourselves as one or the other. Like I have a more yin personality or a more yang personality um, or maybe I'm more yin deficient or more yang deficient. But the thing is, and, and this is what really stood out to me as well when I was revisiting this material over the last week as part of this women's health training through yoga medicine, is that any of the aspects of our lives can be further divided. So any area where we may experience more of that yin can be further divided and there will be elements of yang. And the same is true of yang. Any, if, if I am really yang when it comes to my work, there might be certain elements in, in, in my work where I'm more yin. Maybe it's in the finances or the budgeting or maybe it's in my relationships with colleagues. And so Ezzy has this paragraph that I, I thought I would read to you because it so beautifully articulates this. And it, it was in a way that really resonated with me. So she writes, in the ways in which I work with them, yang and yin are modes of operating. We all need yang and yin to operate effectively. You can be a woman and identify in general as more yang. You can be a man and identify in general as more yin. Regardless of gender, you can be yang at work and yin with your lover. You can be yin with one lover and yang with another. Yin during the entree when dining it with a friend and yang with the same friend over dessert. 
You might be young at work and yin in your physical fitness routine. You might be young in some aspects of your work and yin in other respects. Relativity is the key point. And she writes about how yin and yang are neutral. Neither is good or bad. But when it becomes ineffective is when we lose a sense of harmony between the two. And so this is really where I wanted to draw our attention today is at any time our bodies are trying to bring us back into a state of balance and, and we have those, those intuitive moments, those moments of, of knowing when we get quiet, the wisdom within ourselves of where we can bring more balance and one lens with which we can start to get curious about our own balance for our well-being, for tapping into our wholeness, our fullness, is through this lens of yin-yang and starting to get curious where the spaces are in our lives, where we are residing more in that yin energy, maybe slower, softer, quieter, more passive, more still. And where in our lives are we in more of that yang energy? More active, more expansive, more focused on the doing, potentially quick, fast, even aggressive. Where, where are we experiencing those energies? And when we think about bringing balance to our lives, can we get curious about the different dimensions? So if I start to get curious about where I am experiencing yin and yang, I could start to think about what it looks like at work for me. What my exercise routine looks like. What my eating looks like. What am I like with my partner? Maybe what am I like in other relationships with my children or my parents or friends or colleagues? Do I show up in one way rather than the other? What am I like when it comes to my relationship with myself? And so if it serves you, you might even grab your journal and start to get curious about some of the different aspects of your life and, and what the energy is that you're bringing and whether or not there might be opportunities to find a little more balance. I'm just starting to get curious and explore what that wisdom inside of us is guiding us towards. So I, I have been sitting with some of these questions myself over the past few days and and have really been, been getting curious about kind of further dividing things. So if I look at my, my work relationship right now, there are areas in my work where I am kind of dragging my feet, where it feels heavy and slow and passive, and where it would serve me to bring a little bit more of that active spark, that speed, that lightness, that movement. And conversely, when I look at some areas of my life, there's, there's a need to slow down a little bit. And so I'm looking to balance between the two. So I so hope that this episode has maybe sparked some curiosity. If these terms yin and yang are new for you, 
we might invite you to to go and look at that image that yin yang symbol and even just to let it be a meditation to to let yourself gaze softly at that image and and see after listening to this episode what you notice about it what arises and maybe spend some time thinking about or getting curious or journaling about where these two energies might be showing up in your life remembering that neither of them are good or bad there's a sense of neutrality but what we're looking for at any moment of time is to really support ourselves in a state of balance thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always, it is such a pleasure to connect with you. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can always reach out on Instagram. You'll find me at Megan L. Johnston. Or you can head on over to my website, MeganJohnston.com, for all other methods of contacting and communicating with me. New episodes are released every Tuesday. Until next Tuesday, keep living with heart and wonder.